I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. LA, man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Yo, welcome in to the show up on game. Mr. LeVar Anderson, Mr. Classical Burris, and I am DJ Houston Gatto. We got a great show. And the reason we have a greater show is the late show has advanced to the conference finals, So that will be this. We'll talk a lot of basketball. We'll talk uh, Mr. Brady trying to get ownership in the National Football League. We have a wonderful show planned for you guys. Can you guys make sure you tune in? You can tweet at LeVar Arrington, tweet at Plaxico Burris, at Hoosh84, at Fox Sports Radio. And just to let you know, first off, got to let you know where we're broadcasting from. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fellas, how are y'all doing for us this morning? And Plaxico, I guess it would be late morning for you. It's raining where you at, huh? Or afternoon. Oh, no, man. It's a nice, nice day, man. Nice Is morning. it nice? Yeah, it's going to get up close to 80 degrees, man. So, Is it? Um, yeah. It was like 80, like 85 yesterday. 
Huh. I mean, don't sleep on us, oh, man. You, I mean, oh, like, okay, man, okay. You, uh, us. G- give us some respect. <laughs> I, I mean, think we're supposed on. to hit ninety today, though. You man, know what I mean? It's supposed to be hot. Yeah, yeah you, you always say it get it's ninety degrees. You're like, man, it's hot. Man, that ain't <laughs> hot. Hey, man, you know, the way it's been. You know, we've been. It's been a little chilly out here. It's Black. been chilly. You know, we, we turning the corner. We need to we turn that corner. The corner. <laughs> we need to make it to the to the nice weather promised land. Because it ain't ready, been too cool. Lavar ready to bring them toes back up. Hey, bro, I had them out yesterday. You know, I don't put no socks on them. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, no, go get them toes dead. It was out for show. We was watching the game out back yesterday, and it was freezing. Like. It was freezing, even with 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 the uh, the, fire you know, with the bonfire going I and mean, everything. But, it was just Lamar, it was freezing. You are, you, you are somewhat in the mountains. Yeah, you are no, somewhat it. in the mountains. I am so on that night, bad boy. It, get, it gets a little chilly cold. out there. It's cold, man. But you know what? I'm gonna enjoy that pool today. I'm gonna put some. Uh, I'm gonna put some of them uh, nice, nice. I'm, I'm going from scratch to make some some uh, cheeseburgers, some hamburger patties. You know what Uh-oh. I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm going for Five Guys type type of like Uh-oh. taste. Uh-huh. That's what I'm That's going true. for. The, the, or like uh, our the, man the, Bun the, B. The, the, the French fries that go from scratch too. You know, I I, oh. I might go French fries from scratch. I ain't oh, afraid. Man. I ain't afraid to drop them in that deep fryer and get them nice and and, and golden crispy brown. I ain't afraid well, to that, do it. That, that's what we did last this night. This boy got a whole plan. Oh, you know what? what that, that's a hell of a segue, night. TJ. That's exactly what That's we a did hell of a night. segue. Go ahead. Have your moment. Have your way with them, Lord Jesus. Have your way. Go ahead. Talk about your late, late show. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do your, go, take us to church. I'm not not surprised. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Not Please, TJ, but don't but start God. it off like that. Hey, hey but guess what? <laughs> the job ain't done. Oh, you know, man. we 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 enjoy this victory, and we <laughs> back to work today. Uh, uh, can I getting ready for the Denver Nuggets? We, can I just tell y'all? I knew, I knew. When they was in this this series, when this series turned into a dog fight, I said to myself, "Ain't no way Golden State gonna win." Draymond exposed that they was some 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 soft dudes when he jacked the boy pool in, in the face, they rocked him in the face early on in, in the season, and nothing happened out of it. See, they wasn't ready to be in a dog fight. That's the problem here that took place with this series with Golden State. They was too soft. They were soft in this series, man. It's a they lot just didn't more want it. Two of the net. He's talking about Draymond Sock and Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole just didn't show up for this series. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't ready he, for that he, fight. He yeah, wasn't ready he for was the smoke. He was shooting the ball really bad. He, he really didn't contribute in the in the ways and the form that you think he would has been playing over the uh, past previous years in the playoffs. And just uh, stuff can't do it by itself. And that's what it came down to. He he needed one of those, you know, forty fifty point nights. And he wasn't you know, doing he, well. Yeah, he 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 just. I think he just kind of ran out of gas. But listen, I was saying that the Lakers wouldn't beat Memphis. <laughs> Go to the second round. There's no way they're beating the Golden State Warriors. And I think that the Golden State Warriors lost their series in Game One. I said, oh my goodness. The Lakers, if they get a, two wins at home, then they're going to win this series. 
And that's kind of the way that it's shaped up. And here we are in this series. We're talking about two guys that we, we thought that we wouldn't even be speaking about is an undrafted Austin Reeves and Hachi Moore, like the way they played in this series, man, I think Ball. really surprised me, the, the NBA, the, the Golden State Warriors, because they those are the two guys that I would say from the Lakers that kind of put them over the top. And they was just consistent all series, man. 15, 20 points a night from those guys. And it was just something that that, that you didn't see coming from, from the Lakers. You know, when, 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 when he's balling, man. When, when, you, when you look at the series, the Warriors in their championship run, they never really had to play tough brand of basketball. They've always, and because they're so good shooting the ball, their defense has always gotten overlooked. They've always been a really good defensive team led by Draymond. But what happened was when the season starts and, and you punch pull the way Draymond did, it started to show that as a team, they, they weren't as tight-knit as you needed yeah. to be. Yeah. Okay, you you try to move forward from that, which they did, but you can never really move forward from that. And you take it to the basketball court. The Lakers attacked Steph. They put him in a pick-and-rolling ton. Um, he wasn't as efficient as he normally is. He scored a lot of points, but he wasn't super efficient. Klay Thompson went, was 3 for 19 last night. 3 for 19. Klay Thompson, 3 for 19. That can't you, you can't win. When your second best player is 3 for 19, you're not going to win. And you, you point out Poole, he didn't show up. Wiggins, he Wiggins didn't show didn't up. show up, no. Nope. And, and, and the problem with Golden State, this is the pro- how does Jermichael Green start a game and have two DNPs the last two games? How do you start a game in a series – and have two DNPs thereafter. Like, as a player, I'm sure that's frustrating for Jordan Poole. I'm not going to defend him, but I'm somewhat going to defend him in the essence of you're playing that a Draymond ton. Knocked his spirit w- out. Wiggins is gone. Body. Um, you, you're getting a lot of playing time. Gary Payton isn't on the team yet, and when he comes, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. And now Wiggins comes back, the playoffs start. Your playing time – is in question. You're not playing as many minutes. So now when you get the ball or when you're on the court, you feel like I got to jack up a shot because I don't know how much of a play. I got to get mines because That's he exactly knew his playing time was going to be sparingly. And so yeah. that played a part in the way he played because I think he felt like he had to be perfect every time he was on the court. Right. And that Man, they were sloppy with the ball. They were turning the ball and, over. They but they've done that all defense. year, and they're able to get away with it. They, they, they have done it all year. With it. You, you, you look at the Lakers. Citizens run through that defense. To, like, like, look as, at as the Lakers. They were. Look, look what Darvin Ham has done. There's just he is. I don't know how much Darvin Ham. It's LeBron. Man, Darvin, come on, Darvin Ham. And I'm explaining to you, Darvin Ham, and you're gonna change what you just said. No, I'm not. All season. <laughs> All season, Brown played a significant amount of minutes for us, a ton. Uh, he was barely playing. Malik Beasley was getting good minutes. He really didn't play at all. Lonnie Walker hadn't played. You get in in garbage time, he was making shots. Darvin Ham said, let me get this guy a chance. He wins game four for right. us. Uh for us. Hachimura started playing really well in the Memphis series and it carried over into this series. How many coaches do you know will change their rotation in the playoffs like this 
and start just giving guys That's big minutes and have been getting the, big minutes. Hey, the Bucks, That's coaching. I, 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 I will say this. That. I will say this. Darvin That's coaching. Darvin had made some adjustments, but I'm going to go back to what you said about Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green starts game two in the space of uh, Kevon Looney. He scores, he scores, I think, I believe he scores 20 points. And it caused. He played well. He played well. And it caused some matchup issues for the Lakers as far as spacing because it bought uh, Anthony Davis out of the paint. Yes. And the Lakers Lakers did not know how to adjust to that. Fast forward to game three. They go away from it. They go away from it. And he does not, just like you say, he he has two DMPs and he starts game two and he, he plays well. And Steve Kerr didn't recognize and realize what the, that that adjustment that the Lakers uh, were, were failing to make, and he went back to the Kevon Looney, and they ran into the same issues with the two bigs with, with Looney and Draymond Green, and I just don't understand why he would not go back to that at some point in the series. Game. Fifteen, but and it, it, when you're a player, we know this from playing. When you don't know when, how, like when you don't know where your minutes are coming from, it, that's hard. Like, Darvin Ham Brown was not playing. He did not touch the floor when it mattered. And there's not many coaches that do that in the NBA. You, the series we're going to talk about later on, the Phoenix Suns series, uh, he wasn't doing that. Monty Williams wasn't doing that. Hey, y'all picked the, pick the Suns to win that series. Yeah, sure. Sure. Did. Man, and we gonna, they, I can't wait to get. I can't wait to talk about that. Down. I cannot wait to talk about that. But yeah, you got to give Darvinham credit. You said LeBron, AD won this series. He single handedly oh. forced Steve Kerr to change his start lineup. Every that, that was Anthony I, Davis. I, I wouldn't the way Steve I, Kerr was changing I, his game plan. Agree. Everything. I, I don't agree with it at all. Listen, we have seen LeBron James led basketball teams go on to do things that we did not think they were able to do. I and thought they would do this. I thought we of, would. Of course you did. You because did. You are, I was because, telling y'all. Of course you did because you when you say the Lakers, you say we. <laughs> so say, I, I already know <laughs> what you was thinking. But when he, won, when he went back to Cleveland and was able to win that championship in Cleveland with J.R. Smith and uh, Tristan Thomas and those guys, nobody thought that the Cleveland Cavaliers would be able to go, be able to compete for a championship. But it's LeBron-led basketball team. Now fast forward to the – Western Conference Finals. I can't say that the Denver Knuckles are going to win this series because the Lakers have showed me that they are a very dangerous basketball team. And I did not think that I would be saying that the way that they was playing during the season and getting into the playoffs. And you just got to tip your hat to the man and say, listen, man, the man's a hell of a player. And he gets the best out of the, the guys that are on the floor with him. It doesn't matter who they are. They they play uh, at a supreme confidence when 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 they're on the floor with him, and and he he feeds them he he gives them the basketball Dude, just, just and gives them the opportunity to build confidence. Schroeder and that's a has da- had and big that's a games. dangerous. D'Angelo Russell has had big games. Lonnie Walker has had big hey, games. Hachimura has had big games. Like confident. think about that. And when you look at our opponents, the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round, the Golden State Warriors in the second round. Their role players did not have those type of games that we're speaking of. It was either Ja, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson. It was either Steph or Clay. When you look at the Lakers, the role players have had pivotal parts in games that have been won to where where you're talking about 
he instills his confidence in these guys, and they feel like I, I don't want to let him. It's something he's doing, the way he's leading them to where they're able to play so free that we see these type of games. But we here, baby. I told I'm you. Say this. I'm gonna say this. But they Jokic, they, that, that's gonna be a problem for they us. They heading into a fist fight. That's gonna be a problem for us. I'm just telling. It ain't just Jokic either. They, they they're big, they're physical, and they're nasty too. Denver. I, I've been impressed by Denver. That they, they like they they stepped up and they knocked the the the, the man, they knocked the fight out of them boys. They knocked I mean, the fight out of Arizona. When this so, whole playoff started, I did pick the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, but that didn't happen. Hmm. So uh, I'm still going with the Denver Nuggets to win the Western Conference Finals and get to the World Championship. Hmm. You still picking? Y'all already know who I'm going with. That ain't even the question. You're going with we us. winning. We, we going with we winning. Us. I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at the rosters on on both sides, and I'm saying to myself that the Denver Nuggets have the better basketball nah. better basketball team. Does that mean they're going to win the series? It does nah. not. But on paper. No. Roster to roster, they have the better basketball team. Ain't gonna happen, boss. It's not gonna happen. Okay. Not okay. gonna happen. We will be taking we. a break, and when we come Uh-oh. back, we will discuss. We we one Mr. Tom Brady here. He's trying to uh, find ownership in the league. Man, somebody holler at me. Let me send you a few of my dollars. Let me get some ownership of a team. I can be a good ambassador <laughs> for your team or for our team if we can make this happen for us. And then we'll get right back to the NBA. <laughs> Appreciate you locking in. This morning with us up on game, LeVar Arrington, Plaxico Burris, and I'm TJ Hushmanzada. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, (laughs) hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, (laughs) do you you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo. 
two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip-syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. I ain't seen one. Ooh, that's kind of funky. But it sound hard. I like that. Yeah, I like what, that as well. Welcome it? back to Up on Game live from the Tyrac.com studios. I'm TJ Hushamzad. I'm alongside Mr. Arrington and Mr. Burris. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, your RV, your boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Tom Brady, the rich continue to get richer if what's reported is true. He's trying to become or buy in to becoming a part owner with the Raiders. Um, I I guess him going to the Raiders a couple years ago wasn't just smoke and mirrors. You know how it is, your little backdoor deals. Hey, man, just come play with us, and uh, when we're done, (laughs) when you're done, we'll see if we can work something out. Um, Because he consider it, they're going to hold true with a verbal promise. Now, I'm just not saying that's the case. It's obviously just having fun with that. But Tom Brady ownership with the Raiders, one, it would bring some form of legitimacy to what they're doing in in Mark Davis. In in the Raiders organization, man, I'll say – I'll say this to y'all. You know when we were playing, oh, man, the Raiders organization is this, is that. It's so bad. When I went to play for the Raiders my last year in the league, it was nowhere near what I thought it would be. Like every, I, I just thought it was going to be so terrible and so bad, and it was complete opposite. It was the complete opposite of what I had heard on TV and what many were saying. I was thoroughly surprised and shocked at how well ran that organization was when I played for it. <clears throat> Your guys' thoughts on Brady, if this goes through, just retire, <sighs> part owner. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand the connection between, you know, Tom Brady and the Raiders and this whole you know ownership, ownership stake, but uh, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's eye-opening because I'm saying to myself, a guy like Tom Brady, what he has bought to the New England Patriots over the last 20 years, six world championships, that Robert Kraft and that uh, and that ownership would be the first to extend their hand and ask him and ask him what he like to be a owner and and some say you know uh, or, or fashion, but obviously that hasn't happened. And I and I look back at Tom Brady, and you know contractually, this man has taken pay cut after pay cut after pay cut to keep guys 
on that roster in New England and ha- has built that that uh, organization up to you know, winning championships with guys that, that that were drafted fourth, fifth, sixth round, undrafted, and to keep guys on the team, he took pay cuts uh, that that nobody was really you know talking about. But that is one of the reasons why they were able to keep that nucleus of guys together because of him. And they were restructuring his deals. And, you know, guys were able to stay on the team. But it's not the first time that we've seen players take ownerships in, you know, different teams and organizations. You look at D-Wade. Now he's a minority owner for the Utah Jazz. And you have Mickey Arison in the, in the ownership for the Miami Heat say, hey, we didn't know that you wanted to be an owner. And Dwayne Wade was like, well, you guys didn't ask me either. So he went on to be a minority owner for the Jazz. Uh, you know, Steve Nash is a minority for the, uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. You know, everybody everybody knows that he loves soccer. And LeBron James is a minority owner for Liverpool Football Club. So we have seen, oh, Aaron Rodgers with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. And now guys are getting into this ownership role because – but they, they are making a lot more money than we were making when we were playing. Man, I, I just hope somebody's listening. With Atlanta I want to become a part owner. Come take my little change. Come take some of my little money, man. Let let, let me mm-hmm. get in. Let us get in. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll pony it up. Let us get in there. Well, I, us, I us three. Let us get in there. We can get you a nice little chunk, us three together. I'm going to watch y'all. I, I mean, I'll go with y'all if y'all want to on it. I just, you know, I don't want to. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. And I guess we're going to touch on Washington in a little bit, though. I mean, that, that, that that's a lot of money. I'll tell you that. That's a, But but you know what? I, I'm happy for players getting the opportunities to to enter into these types of forums. I think it's been long overdue where athletes are viewed as more than just, you know, shut up and dribble the ball or catch the ball or or make the tackle. You know, some of the most intelligent, most brilliant people, you know, they come from from athletic backgrounds, you know, from our presidents to, you know, CEOs of the top, you know, Fortune 500 companies. I mean, you develop so many great skills um, playing you know, in participating in, in athletics and as far as football is concerned, you know, the the type of things that your body is subjected to, the types of things your mind is subjected to, people don't really realize and understand how how complex and how difficult it is to maintain the balance that it takes to have just a a decent level of success as not only a person in in regular life but as an athlete in the sport that you're participating in and so when you're able to take those things as as a person growing up and developing and you're able to apply that as you're getting older in life and and it leads to you having the type of success that you would have that would lead you to being a professional at at what it is that you do uh, in that line of work of sports, you've shown a, a level of brilliance that really, if if it's if it's if it's taught, if it's cultivated the right way, why aren't why aren't most all 
you know, guys that have been able to play at a high level in, in the National Football League, why are they not CEOs of companies? Why are they not the leaders of, of workforces? Why are they not the people that are being put in positions of power and, and leadership? Because that's the best training that anyone could ever receive in order to lead corporations and lead businesses. So it doesn't surprise me that the leader of leaders um, that has played our game um, and Tom Brady would be getting approached. I I found it to be curious that. But we all know his quote unquote leadership role with the Raiders will be slim to none. We all know that. Yeah, but it, it it doesn't shock. It wouldn't shock me if Tom Brady got up in there and did the things that y'all just talked about, like get guys to to take deals that allows for them to stay together and build a winner and different things like that. Like if if he could actually be that one that facilitates those types of conversations, and and Vegas is already a destinational spot anyway. So if you could facilitate, you know, guys wanting to stay there and wanting to be there and you can attract great free agents, I mean, bro, that becomes – Vegas could become the most powerful sports market in mm-hmm. in all of all of the country if they do this right. You see, they just now got right. the the Oakland A's are going to go there now, so they're going to build a facility there for baseball. I mean, so now you know you That's... you get a basketball team out there like Vegas might be real. I might move to Vegas. Like, hey, hey, Le- let's Le- go. Le- hey, LeBron already said that he wants to own the basketball team in it. Vegas. He's I already put that in there. Crazy how for so many years it was no professional sports team in Vegas. We we just can't do it with the gam. We they all trying to get to Vegas now. Best facilities out there. The Raiders facility is unbelievable. <laughs> and LeVar, would whole- you agree? Would you agree that the Las Vegas Raiders are worth more than the New England Patriots? Ooh. They're not, but they should be just I mean because- oh, they will be. The potential of it, yeah. The potential of it. Dude, have y'all seen the Las Vegas Aces, the the women WNBA basketball team facility? Have you seen their facility? No. Just, as we're speaking right now, Google it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, so the Tom facilities that these teams that. it's uh, that facility that the WNBA team has is unbelievable. Gotta be by far and away the best in the WNBA. So Mark Davis is not playing in a city of Las Vegas. They aren't playing when it comes to putting things together for these professional franchises to make it enticing to want to bring and re- relocate your team to Las Vegas. I mean, it's hard to, to turn go, that who, down. Who, that. Doesn't, who doesn't want to go to Vegas? We were out there. We had a ball. Uh, I, I, mean, I would. I would okay, we, back. <laughs> that, that is going very on. true. But we we are a little more mature now. You know, we've aged a little. Man, Man. when you're young, you you really had to have your priorities straight in order to be out there in Vegas with all that you can do at all times of the night. Um, well, grown, grown folks still doing it. It's, it's, it's the adult playground. Yeah. Yeah. That That is true. Mm-mm. I ain't got no problem with, with Vegas. I'll tell you that. Me I have I, I have zero issue with Vegas. Don't owe and me if they, they get a basketball team. They bring in a baseball team. They got a hockey team. You know the the the, the Maloofs are are in on the, uh, the 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 hockey team out there. Uh, I mean Vegas has turned into, and then with sports gambling turning into what it's it's turned into, man, Vegas has the the chance of becoming the mecca for sports if you really think about it. 
like at least for this new era, this new age of what sports what it looks like and what is represented with with this this whole new age uh, and new era of how betting and how quickly betting has has come on and has become such a a big thing like bro Vegas is the spot man so they for, on their way for sure man Tom They're Brady on. jumping in like that man god bless good for him man Man, He's jumping into a market that that him. place is going to go to a whole. That's the value. It's already a billion dollar, a billion dollar uh, every team. franchise already. Every bill, I would say every team is worth at least three billion dollars. Would you guys agree? Every team in the National Football League is three million, three billion plus minimum. I'm, I'd agree with it. It'd probably be five, six. Every team. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. team. Before we get going, we got to tap in with our guy, Isaac Lorencron. We got Ilo on the updates. Talk to us, Ilo. That's the sound of me tapping in. Good morning, fellas. Tap on in. And to just add to the conversation, the most recent NFL franchise valuations by Forbes, the New England Patriots were second in the NFL with a value of $6.4 billion. They keep losing. That's going to drop, Ilo. Well, along those lines. How about that? The, the, the Raiders. Washington, the Washington were, just sold for what? Mm-hmm, six. Six. Okay. The Raiders were ninth at $5.1 billion. However, that was an increase from the previous year of a whopping 49%. So that All certainly right. plays in. Know. But where are the commanders on that list? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Because yeah, here, here's <laughs> the thing. Scrolling. They're probably, scrolling. They're probably not even top top 10. Uh, hang on. Zero. It's broken down here. Well, Zero. obviously they just sold for six. Yes. But the previous rankings was sixth at five point six billion and it says it, it says in parentheses four point seven of the five point six billion is due to their association with LeVar Arrington. There you go. So I hope there you're getting you some go. residuals. I'm not getting no residuals. All but right. I'll tell you what, they they valued them at five point seven and it sold at six. There you go. So it don't even matter what your ranking is. Nah, that you put value that bad don't boy on the market, it's it, gonna sell. All you I want know, in, you're gonna pay what we say. It it, it, so. it will be in the uh billion dollar range. Speaking of franchises worth in the billions. Give us some of them billions. That's right. Two of them were facing off in Game 6 of the Western Conference semifinals on Friday night, and it was the Los Angeles Lakers eliminating the Golden State Warriors 122-101. to Golden State's reign as NBA champions is over, and after the game, their head coach Steve Kerr kept it real. To be fair, this team probably, you know, ultimately maxed out. That's probably where where we should be. Uh, this is not a championship team. You know, it's, if we were, we'd be moving on. The Lakers are moving on from a 2-10 and regular season start and a 7-seed in the West to the Western Conference Finals where they will face Denver. The Miami Heat headed to the Eastern Conference Finals thanks to a 96-92 win over the Knicks. They take that series four games to two. Miami to the Eastern Conference Finals for the third time in four years. And quite an evening Friday night for South Florida because in Game 6 of the NHL's Eastern Conference Finals, the Florida Panthers defeat 
defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs on an overtime goal by Nick Cousins. They advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 1996 when Panther fans would celebrate goals by throwing rats onto the ice at the old Miami Arena. They were not actual rats. They were just plastic toy rats, by the way. Well, on Game 5 of the Western Conference Semifinals, the Vegas Golden Knights defeated the Edmonton Oilers 4-3. Speaking of Vegas, they lead that series three games to two. Now back to our billion-dollar trio. Fellas? Let's hope. Let's hope. I know we shouldn't do this. I I didn't touch on this earlier, and I want to touch on it real briefly. Is this the end of a dynasty for Golden State? Mm, it's a great question. Mm. I think it's a great question. I, I think I think when you lose all of the issues that we were talking about, you know, that, that kind of popped up at the beginning of the season and, and, and just having a conversation of what does that look like in terms of them writing for one another, how close are they as, as a unit? I think that you the, the biggest the biggest question is gonna be is Clay signable? Are they gonna be able to bring Clay back? And and what do you do with Draymond? Because you can sit there and say what you want about what Draymond do you Green. Do? What would you do? Mm -hmm. To me, I think they're closer to still being able to win. I think they need another big man. I think if they could find a big man that has, like, uh, a a dominant presence about him, which is kind of hard in today's NBA. But I think if you could find a a legit big man – I think I think you're closer to still being able to win. I think Wiggins will be better next year. You know, I think he just went through some some s. Like we all, you know, we who who could prepare yourself for some of the stuff that you know that came out on that report. They can find a big man. They have assets to where, if that's what they want, they can get. They have assets now. You have Moody, Kaminga, Poole, Wiggins. You have some assets. You have picks. You have some assets to where you can go get somebody if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I, I think that that's – I think you're closer to still being a a championship team as long as you have Steph Curry. And, and honestly, and, I think Clay Clay plays a part in that too, but I think you got to keep Draymond. I don't think you lose that, that piece. I think you lose a larger piece. I think the Golden State Warriors are closer to – I think Clay's a lifer. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's gonna he's gonna be with the Golden State Warriors until he decides to shut it down, retire, or whatever the case may be. But for Draymond, I'm not sure. I, 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 is he expendable? Yes. Do you want to get rid of him? You don't know. And I think that's one of the things that's up in the air about this team is what are they going to do with Draymond after everything that has transpired from the beginning of the season? And it just – the team, the flow just wasn't what it has been uh, over the past few years uh, to this point. So, I'm saying to myself that those three guys will remain together, you know, until the end. But I can't say that now. And they definitely need some new pieces. I, th- I think the Jordan Poole, Draymond thing kind of separated the team. One of those two guys are not going to be there next year. And if I had to roll the dice and, and make a educated guess, I would say that uh, I believe that Jordan Peele is going to be on his way out the door. Jordan Peele. Because of that. You think Poole gone? J- Jordan Poole. Hmm. Yeah, I believe so. The way that he, performed. I believe that he's going to. I believe that he's going to ask to be traded or let go. The way that he performed 
what can they possibly get for Jordan Poole with the amount of money that he's owed? Man, there are so many ways around this whole trade thing in the NBA. Man, they're doing three and four team trade deals and what have you, whatever the case may be. But, you know, two things that we do know, that Steph and Clay are the two cornerstones of this organization. And with that being said, everybody else is expendable, including Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talk about one team that may or may not make changes. We will come back with another team that may or may not make changes as well. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned in and we'll tap in when we come right back. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Plasco Burris, I'm TJ Hushmanzada. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jay, it was Sam on the ones and twos. For those that listen to the podcast, you wouldn't hear this, but if you're listening live, there we go. But we're going to welcome back in to the Up On Game. Welcome back in Up On Game. We're live from the Tyrec.com studios. I'm TJ Hushamazada, alongside LeVar Arrington and Plaxico Burris. First hour has gone fast. We're going to got to make this somewhat quick. I was thoroughly surprised that the Phoenix Suns went out the way that they went out, man. Like, I was. no pride. They gave – I mean, they first half, they down by 30. I'm like, what? They I – mean, KD might have played the most inefficient basketball that I've seen in a long time. Like – where do they go from here? <laughs> Devin Booker was lights out early in the season or early in the series. And, and to me, he's still one of the best players in the NBA, but there's just no way when you have pride, you can lose like that. Not at home. I don't think there, it has anything to do with possible, pride, man. I, w- I wouldn't call it pride. I just think that the Denver Nuggets are just that good of a basketball no, team. You can lose the game, Plex. You right. can't lose the way they lost. Well, the, the you got to have some game sense two? of pride. You can't lose that way. They gave up, and they, they, they gave they up. Want to play? He ain't even want to finish. They gave up. You can't lose. You can lose a game. You just can't lose uh, that way. I think moving forward for the Phoenix Suns, I think you have to, you know, part ways with Chris Paul. I mean, everybody knows that you know he's one of the top point guards that ever played this game, so on and so forth. Him and Monty Williams have a great relationship going back to New Orleans when he was playing down there. But uh, he just—I uh, I don't think he really adds any value to this basketball team of something that you can keep on this roster, and that that he would go out and produce because, I mean, unfortunately for him, over the past two or three years, he's, he gets hurt. Every year in the playoffs, and he finds himself on the bench. And I think with the addition of KD, um, I was just surprised. Like yesterday, they they really had like a whole special on Kevin Durant and his career, and and what what things that he's been able to accomplish and not accomplish. And it seems like they're blaming this whole loss in this series on him. Nah, it ain't and, on him. And, he didn't play. And, well, and I don't think it's what fair. we're used to seeing him play. But this ain't on him. But we are used to seeing him dominate and and take right. over. And, Everybody's and getting older. Matter. All these guys are not what they were five man, or six he years old. ago. Oh, you hit it out of the park on that one, Plex. Because I'm sitting there like, they man, are not. Hey, KD look a little bit like he looking a little older, man. He's yeah, looking man. a little bit 13, like he looking like a little years, like 13, 14. KD years shoot game, over 50 percent from the field, and he's a perimeter player. He shot 45 percent in this series. We like, wait, wait, wait. I think that, that's listen, KD. Devin Booker is the is is the man of this organization. We know that. But I think they need to build some pieces around him. Like I said uh, last week that I think the McCall Bridges trade hurt Cam Johnson. I think they had the nucleus of guys to get back to the Western Conference Finals. But they got to find something to do. They they, they got to do. They, they got to find something with DeAndre Ayton, bruh. What? No passion. He be out there playing <laughs> with no exposed. passion. He got yeah. exposed. They got to figure out. Joker what they made him quit, him. man. Joker made him. Joker put that man out of the series. 
I don't know where they going from here. But Matt Ishbia has went into this organization. He's already fired some people in the front office as far as scouting is concerned. So there are going to be some changes for the Phoenix Suns, but I think moving forward, if they want to compete in this Western Conference with Denver and Memphis and and all, and, and these guys moving forward, they're going to have to reshape that roster. And um, they just got to figure it out because they, they got one of the best players in the world, Devin Booker. They just got to find some guys for them to play with. Mm. Man, pretty much agree with all you said. They, they, they must figure things out. First hour is coming and it's come to a close. We'll be back. Y'all stay tuned in with the second hour. Up on game, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Plaxico Burris. I'm TJ Huchmanzada. Y'all stay tuned in, and we'll be right back for the second hour. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first. First listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 